chapter 4, 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 23, 8 through 23. 2 Kings chapter 4, we stand for the reading of God's Word. Forgive me for 2 <coughs> Kings chapter 4, verse 8 through verse 23. And it fell on a day that Elisha passed through Shuni, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is a holy man of God, which passes by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick, and it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in hither. And it fell on a day that he came thither, and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. And when he called her, she stood before him. And he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among mine own people. I dwell among my own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi Answer, verily, she have no child, and her husband is old. And he said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, About this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace the son. And she says, Nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thy handmaid. And the woman conceived and bore son at that season that Elisha has said unto her according to the time of life. When the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father to the reapers. And he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said unto the lad, Carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother... He sat on her knee until noon and then died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. And she called unto her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, Wherefore wilt thou go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. And she said, It shall be well. And I want to speak to you from that thought today. It shall be well. Father, again, we thank you this morning. 
morning, God, again for your presence as we fill in this place. We thank you, God, for showing us the way, Lord God, today. We ask you, God, to continue to lead this service, oh God, and direct us, Lord, in every place. And we'll give you glory, honor, praise, and thanksgiving in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated this morning. It shall be well. Be well. Amen. One of the things I like about the book of Job is that not that Job endures things that he goes through and all the blessings that Job receives in the end, but because of Job's attitude while he's going through all the things that he's going through in his life, You know, when you look at it, as soon as Job begins to receive the bad news or the evil reports begin to come against Job, it would have been easy for him to begin to weep or to cry or to begin to have a tantrum or or whatever. But what we find about Job is his attitude. In the very moment that all the evil is coming against him, Job still seems to realize where his strength and where his help come from. And so Job immediately began to worship God. Was Job distraught? Well, sure he was. Any of us would be distraught if, we, if you got an evil reported like he did behind each other like that. Was Job uh, picking low cotton, as we say down south? Yes, he, he was hurting. Amen. He, he saw this as heartbreaking to him. Did Job question God? By sure, most people do question God when you're going through things. But Job had prepared himself, I believe, for this very day. He had gotten ready for the day that if he got an evil report or the day that he received a report of loss. The Bible even let us know that Job rose up every day and he offered burnt offerings for his family and for every one of them. And he, he did it continually. Job didn't wait till his loss or his trouble came to prepare. He did it continually every day. This is why the book of Isaiah 55 says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy and, and even to our God for he will abundantly pardon. You see, you want to seek God while your things are going good. You don't want to wait till things start going bad to start seeking for God because you'll lose your focus. Amen. You'll lose your focus on what you're supposed to do. You see, Job has had already prepared himself for such a day as this. Uh, this is why from the rising of the sun uh, until the going down of the same, the Lord's name must be praised. And because of Job's continuous worship, because of Job's continued preparation and prayer, Job realized that even a tree could live if it was dead. He said, though a, a tree be cut down, he said, though the roots works all in the earth, and though the stock there be dead in the ground, he says, through the scent of water and a bud and bring forth balls like a plant. He says, it's not going to lose its tender branches. It will always be able to live. And this speaks to you and me. No matter how low it gets, no matter how bad things are, if you have prepared in advance, 
advance. Uh, if you have worshipped God, if you have kept your relationship with God, you're going to get up again. You're going to rise again. Amen. So Job is an answer to our lives to show us what we should be doing and what she should be prepared for. You see, when bad news came his way, it did not stop his worship. Amen. He immediately went to worship. You see, when you know, as Job had, when God has worked miracles in your life, it doesn't stop your worship. When you know that God has brought you out of darkness to his marvelous light, it does not stop your worship. Amen. When you know that God has worked a miracle already in your life, it should not hinder your faith and your ability to trust God to keep working on your behalf. Amen. Job understood this. This is why we must get to that point in our lives because the things which are written are written for our example and our learning that we too through patience and comfort of the scripture can find hope. Amen. Job says, and I paraphrase here, just because it looked like bad things are happening in my life, don't think for one moment that God has forgotten me. Amen. He says, but he knows the way that I take. And when I am tried, I shall come forth like gold. My foot has held this step. Amen. I have kept my ways and not declined. Neither have I gone back from the commandments of his lips. I have esteemed the word of his mouth more than my necessary food. So just because bad things start happening, don't think God has forgot you. Somewhere, and all of the things that goes on in our lives, we've got to get to the point that we still learn how to wait for the salvation of God. Somehow, when all the bad things that are happening and everything that is going on, we've got to get to a point that we let God work. No matter what's going on in your life, you've got to get to a point, as you said, Esther, if I perish, I perish. You've got to get to a point that you say, David, the Lord is on my side. What can man do to me? It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in men. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Somewhere and all the things you're going through, you've got to say, my God, rejoice not against me, O my enemies. For when I fall, I shall arise. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord is still going to be a light to me. We've got to get to those points in our lives, amen, that when sickness comes in our life, I've got to learn how to wait and let him be the great physician. When pain and heartbreak come into my life, I've got to get to a point uh, that I let him be the healer and the mentor of what I'm going through. No matter sometimes, uh, some places, no matter what I'm going through and what I'm facing and the storms of life, I've got to let him be the peace speaker. I've got to let him work. I can't take matters into my own hands. This is why the Bible admonished me to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. And all my ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct my path. 
We've got to get to that attitude that Job had. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I will maintain, notice what Job said, I will maintain my own ways before him. He also shall be my salvation, for a hypocrite shall not stand before him. I've got to maintain my own ways before him. I can't maintain your ways, and you can't maintain my ways. You've got to maintain your own ways before God. It's got to get in your heart that you have a burning desire for the things of God. It's got to get into your heart that you get to that point that where you say, for God I live and for God I die. You've got to get to that point where it's nobody but you and God. That you trust Him. That you believe in Him. And you know that He's working everything out for your good. You've got to get to the attitude of joy and this Shunammite woman and be able to say, it shall be well. Hallelujah. No matter what's going on, it shall be well. That's what God was saying to you, Sister Linda. It shall be well. It's going to be all right. I know where you are. I know what you're facing. I know what you're going through. I brought you out of darkness to the marvelous life. You don't have to worry. I know what you're facing. Hallelujah. Job would lay him right in Job 19, 23. Oh, that my words was now written. Oh, that they were penned in a book. That they were graved with an iron pen and laid in a rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and he shall stand in the latter days upon the earth. I know that for the skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold him, and not another, though my reins be consumed in me. Job says, I wish for what I'm trying to tell you. Somebody would make a monument. Because I know that my Redeemer lives. I know He's going to come through for me. And Job is trying to get you and me to see. And 2016, it's going to be well. You are His child. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I will be with you every step of the way. Paul says, now unto Him who's able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or think according to the power that's working in us. The Holy Ghost is working in you and me. And He's able. God is able. There's nothing impossible for God. Abraham, is there anything too hard for God? No. It's going to be well. It's going to work out. Just hold on. The Shunammite woman believed that if she could just get to the man of God, that it was going to be all right. Amen. She took her son. And where did she take him? She took him right back to where she had received the promise to start with. Amen. She laid him on the bed of God's God. I mean, bed, the man of God's bed. The same place she received the promise. And she said, I will go to him and I will come again. Amen. We've got to get to that point in our lives that it's going to be well. Paul says, and we know 
together. To the good. To them that love God. To them that are called according to His purpose. It's going to be well, Sister Sandy. It's going to be well, Brother Terry. It's going to be well. He called you out. He didn't bring you out to lead you. He brought you out to carry you in. Look what Peter says in 2 Peter 1, 3 and 4. According to his divine power, have God given to us all things that pertain to life and to godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and to virtue, whereby has given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these we might be takers of the divine nature, according, notice, to the exceeding precious promises of God. Amen. He's given us so many promises. Won't you just grab one and hold on to it? That's all you got to do. That's too many. So just get you one and hold on to it. You're not going under. Because God can't lie. When he made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater. He swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing, I'll bless you. And multiplying, I'll multiply you. And so after he had patiently endured, he received the promise. You hold on to the promise. I don't care. Get any scripture as a promise from God. Just hold on to it. Hold God at his word. That's how Jehoshaphat did. Went right back and told God what he said. Yes. There comes a time as a Christian that you've got to know something. Amen. Let wisdom work. He's giving you what? The gifts of the Spirit. A word of wisdom. A word of knowledge. Prophecy. Tongues. Working of miracles. Healing. Discernment. Come on, guys. Know something. Know something. Amen. Because if you don't, you're going to go under. This is what Job said. I know my Redeemer lives. And he's going to stand in the latter days upon the earth. And I'm going to see. You've got to get some promises in your life. So you don't waver by every wind of doctrine and things that comes against you. Amen. Here's this Shulamite woman. Her kid's dead. And she says, it's going to be okay. My goodness, this shall be well. <clears throat> she didn't even tell her husband that he's dead. What do you, what do you need a mule for today? It is not time to go to church. It's going to be well. Just send one anyhow. It's going to be okay. Amen. How can it be well when your son is dead? Ask the woman of names. <laughs> His only son is dead. And the funeral procession is coming. Jesus walks up and just touched the barrel and caused them to rise up. How can it be well when your brother is dead? Ask Martha and Mary. When Jesus said, let's go down to the tomb, and he called Lazarus out of the tomb. How can it be well when all you've got is a hand of meal and a whole barrel, and the man of God tells you to give it to him? Ask her, the woman at Zareth, did she not get a barrel? 
because of the man of God. How can it be well when your husband is dead and the creditors want to take your son? Ask the woman with just a pot of oil. Did not God come through for her? How can it be well when you're in the middle of the ocean and your boat is sinking? Ask the disciples. Did Jesus show up on the right moment at the right time? It shall be well. Amen. You just hold on. You just cling to the promises of God. Who is this who for our sorrow offer comfort and relief? Bring his sunshine to the darkened cell of life. Say it softly, cease repining. Lift thy soul upon the grief. Let the peace cast understanding. Still the strife. Who is this who comes with healing for the hope, the blind, the lame? Say it softly to the sinner. Follow me. Only come in faith believing. As of old the people came. And the Amen. And the lame shall walk. And the blind again shall see. Who is this who loves a sinner as a father loves his own? Amen. Grieving over those who spun his gentle plea. Always ready to forgive us and to make forgiveness known. Who is this forever calling on you and me? It is Jesus. It is Jesus. Sad ones weep no more. He will heal the broken hearts. He will open wide the prison door. He is able to deliver forevermore. David says, how increased are they that trouble me? Many that be which rise up against me. Many that be which saved of my soul. There is no help for me in God. But thou, O God, art shield for me. You are the glory and the lifter of my head. I cried unto the Lord in my Lord. He heard me out of his holy hill. I lay me down and I slept. I wait for the Lord shall sustain me. I will not be afraid of ten thousand of people which have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, and save me, for thou hast spent all my enemies upon the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs unto you, and your blessings are upon your people. What he said is, it shall be well. Amen. Lord, it shall be well. Amen. He comes on in Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, come upon me, treat up my flesh, they stumble and they fall. Do a holy camp against me, and this I will not fear. Do war rise against me, and this I will be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, and the secret of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me on the rock. My head will be high above my enemies run above me. Therefore, when I open this tabernacle, the sacrifices of joy, I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear me, God, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy and forsake me not. When you said, Seek ye my face, my heart said, Thy face, Lord, will I seek after. Hide not that face from me, nor put thy servant away in anger. For thy has been my help. Leave me not, nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, he says, It's going to be okay. Why? Because God is going to 
him. He says, my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. He says, don't deliver me over. Amen. To my enemies and those that breathe out cruelty against me. He says, I have fainted, Brother David. He says, I have fainted except I have believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He says, so wait on the Lord. You be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Why? Because it shall be well. God says if your mother and father say, I'll take you up, you, it was going to be well, Brother Wayne. You just got to hold on. You just got to cling to the promises of God. It shall be well. Amen. No matter what you're going through in your life, God is my refuge, and God is my strength. He is the very present help in the times of trouble. Though the earth be moved, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters there be troubled, and though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there is a river, a stream shall make glad the city of God, the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, and he will help her. And that right early, the heathen rage, the kingdom was moved. He uttered his voice, and the earth melted. Be still. Why? Because the Lord of Jacob is with us. The Lord of hosts is our refuge. Come on, he said, and see the desolation which the Lord has done in the earth. He causes wars to cease. He breaks the bows. He cuts the spears under. He burns the chariots in fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The God of the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Why did he tell you that? It shall be well. It's going to be well. You are his. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in whom I will trust. Surely He will deliver me from the snare of the fowler. I'm from the north and pestilence. He will cover me with His feathers, and under His wings I shall trust. His truth shall be my shield and my buckler. I shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrows that fly by day, nor the pestilence walk in darkness, nor destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand shall fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. Only with your own eyes shall you behold and see the salvation of the Lord, the, the reward of the wicked. Why? Because you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil fall against you. Amen. Why? Because it will be well. What is he going to do? He's going to give his angels charge over you to keep you in all their ways. They shall bear you up in their hands. Let your feet to dash against the stone. You should tread on lions and serpents. You should tread on dragons and serpents. Amen. Why? Because it shall be well. Don't let what you see trouble you. When Gehazi walked out and he saw the whole host of of men and chariots around the, 
the mountain. He ran back in and Elijah said, Last master, what are we going to do? Elijah said, Lord, open his eyes. Let him see. For the more be with us than be with them. It's going to be well. Don't look at your little circumstance and think it ain't going to be well. It will be well with your soul. You just hang in there. It shall be well. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. Amen. There's too many exceeding precious promises in the Word of God. Amen. Can you give a glass? Praise God. It shall be well. That's what the Shudamite said to her husband. It's not the Sabbath. It's not the new moon. See, those were festival times to go worship God. He says, hey, it ain't time. She says, oh, it'll be well. In other words, what she said, just hold your peace. It's going to be okay. Just in the mule. Just in the rider. It's going to be okay. That's why the four 50, false, 50 prophets then, when Elijah was getting ready to, to, to get the blessings from Elijah, amen, Elijah told him, he says, stay here because God is sending me to Bethel. He says, is my soul living? And that's the Lord living. I won't leave you. Those prophets just kept saying, don't you know that the Lord is going to take your master's head today away from you? He says, I know. Just hold your peace. In other words, he was saying, it's going to be well. You just hold on. Amen. He sent him to Bethel. And then Elijah said to Elisha, stay here. Because God is sending me to Jericho. He says, as the Lord liveth and as my soul liveth, I won't leave you. Those prophets said, hey man, the Lord's going to take your master's head. He said, I know it, but just hold your peace. It's going to be okay. It shall be well. Amen. And then it goes and Elijah says to Elijah, stay here. Because God is sending me across Jericho. He's, and those prophets says, hey man, he's going to take your master away from me. He says, I know. Just hold your peace. It shall be well. When he got on the other side of the Jordan River, Elijah turned back to Elijah and says, Ask what you will. He says, I just want a double portion of your spirit. He says, If you see me when I go up, when the Lord take me, it shall be as you have asked. And he looked and he says, My Lord, my Lord, the chariots of God and the firemen thereof, amen, the horse thereof, amen. And Elijah went up and that mantle fell back down. Elisha walked up and picked it up. He walked right back to the Jordan River and he smoked it and he says, Where is the God of Elijah? And the waters parted hither and thither. And he walked back across. Amen. I'm here to tell you, it's going to be well. I want you to understand this. I don't care what you're facing in life. It's going to be well. Amen. The Paul was in the ship. And Luke records in Acts 27, there was 276 people on board. And they hit a storm out in the middle of the Mediterranean and the Adrian Sea as they was being driven up and down. Amen. And Luke says, when it was 14 days and when neither sun nor moon nor stars appeared. He says, all hope that we would be saved come morning was taken away. But Paul, after long absence, stood and said, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God. For they stood by me, an angel of the Lord, 
Paul, you shall be brought to Rome before Caesar. Sir, I believe God that it's going to be just as he says. Yeah, we're going to lose the ship, but we're not going to lose any lives. It's going to be well. We're all going to live. Amen. I come to tell somebody today, I don't care what you're facing in life, is to stay in the ship. Stay in the church. It's going to be well. It's going to work out for your good and not for your evil. You just stay in here and you watch what God will do in your life. I don't know how he's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to work it out. But I have exceeding precious promises from the Lord that it shall be well. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's going to be all right. Just hold on and see the salvation of the Lord. Just hold on and see don't God walk on the water for you. Just hold on and see don't he brings you to the other side. Amen. It shall be well. Hallelujah. Let's stand this morning. Praise God. It shall be well, said the Lord. Send me a mule. It ain't Sabbath. It ain't time to go worship. Yeah. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. See, you got to worship in the time of your adversities. you got to worship in the time of things coming against you. Right, That's right. the important thing. <laughs> you got to stand fast in the liberties that Christ has made us free and be not entangled again. Just stand firm and watch and see what God will do. Amen. There's an old song that says, When peace like a river attend my way, when sorrows like sea billows rose, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, It is well. It is well. Think about it. It is well with my soul. Amen. No matter what you face, that's you. It should be a question. How's your soul? Right. How's your soul? See, your soul should always be joy. In His presence, it's always for fullness of joy. And that is right, right. man. There's pleasure forevermore. Forevermore. Paul says, "Don't the upward man err."